And God just wanted me to spend time with him learning what he wanted me to do in Bible journaling. And that brought me down to the simplicity of it. Just some simple pencils are all we need because Bible journaling is not about the art. It's about what God says to our heart. This is Charisma Connection on the Charisma Podcast Network. I'm Taylor Berglund, and today I'm excited to welcome over the phone line, Sandy Alnock. Sandy, how are you? I'm doing fantastic. How about you, Taylor? I'm doing well. I'm having a good day today, and I'm excited to talk with you. Um, So I know, based on talking with you a little before the show, that you are a Christian artist, but I know a lot of people may not be familiar with your work. You have a new book out. I I know you've got a lot going on. So can you tell listeners a little bit about you and what your passion is? Well, I'm a Christian artist, and I'm also a Bible journaler. And what we do in Bible journaling is illustrate the scriptures on the pages of the Bible using watercolors and pencils to bring the scriptures to life and kind of remind ourselves of the core of what God spoke to us when we were reading that passage. It's a really exciting ministry to ourselves and then to others. So that's why I wrote the book, so that I can share with other people how Bible journaling can really be a simple process that anybody can join in on, whether you're a trained artist or not. And what's the name of that book? It's called Bible Journaling Made Simple. There's two books. There's One is a, a how-to book, and the other is a workbook printed on Bible paper. So you can practice before you do the scary step of trying to paint in your Bible. Okay, got it. That, that's really cool, and that, that seems like it'd be helpful. So what inspired you to, to go out and write this book then? Well, God had given me a vision for Bible journaling that's different than what many people have done. He He kind of guided me on a fast a few years ago, a fast from looking at other people's creative work in Bible journaling on the Internet. And I had been out there following everybody and buying all the supplies, trying to learn all these wild techniques, and God just wanted me to spend time with Him learning what He wanted me to do in Bible journaling, and that brought me down to the simplicity of it. Just some simple pencils are all we need, because Bible journaling is not about the art. It's about what God says to our hearts, so that the art doesn't matter. It it doesn't matter what the quality is. It matters what it speaks to in our hearts and how we're translating the Scriptures themselves, rather than trying to make fantastic, beautiful art that we can share on the Internet that everybody thinks is wonderful. It's much more about our relationship with Jesus. That's really interesting. So in, in that sense, does that make Bible journaling a form of worship? Absolutely. I, I and many others call it creative worship. It's engaging our artistic sensibilities in the Scriptures. And for some of us who maybe have a little trouble concentrating sometimes, that's certainly one of my issues, when I'm creating, I can focus more directly, focus my attention on what God has spoken in the Word and on the, the Scriptures on the page, and not on all the other things that my mind wanders away to, and, and the colors and just the visceral use of 
pens and paper and to spend more time with God, meditating on what he said and, and chewing on the word and bringing it home into my heart. Okay, yeah, I, I, that that's really cool. Thank, thank you for sharing about that. So if one of our listeners is hearing you describe it and is going like, hmm, I'd like to start Bible journaling, I'd like to do that, how how could they go about getting started? Because it is a very different approach to, to Bible study, I would imagine. Yes, it's definitely a different approach. There are Bibles that are made specifically for journaling Bibles. Um, so you can Google journaling Bibles on your favorite website and find one. Some of them have a column on the right and left-hand side, and we normally think of those as places to take notes, but that's one of the places where people can create art. There are also... Uh, these Bibles called interleaved Bibles, and they have every other page as blank. So you have a full page to create to your heart's content. And then there are some people like me who love to create across the whole page. So I'll use watercolors across the whole thing in a very light way so I can still read the scriptures, but I have that interaction with the scriptures and, and can create some beautiful artwork. And as far as mediums go, like I said, I I have really taken it down to the most simplistic level. A pack of pencils will do, color or watercolor pencils, because these don't bleed. They don't require any special preparation or anything. There are some mediums that will bleed through, so I try to avoid those and just keep it down to the very basics. What can I use to create something that's going to remind me of the meaning of the Scripture? And and focus on that. So you just need a Bible and something to draw with. And it could be a number two pencil, but that might be all you need <laughs> to get started. I'm, I'm intrigued by, when I hear about Bible journaling, I'm, I'm interested in the the word journaling there, because like I'm used to thinking of journaling as using words or that sort of thing. Um, but here it's a lot of times more being used for creativity in art. What do you think is the the difference between journaling with words versus using art to express your relationship with God? Well, I think for me are a huge part of my Bible journaling experience. And what I've tried to do on most of my pages is to leave some space. Don't, don't fill the entire thing with the artwork. I leave some space to journal because for me doing that traditional journaling, writing a prayer, writing the experience, writing down what God said, is going to help me more in the long run. Because for me, this is not about creating a book full of pretty pictures. It's about journaling my experience with the Lord. And if I ever hand this Bible down to someone else, I would want them to know why I decided to draw a life raft on that page, rather than just have it there. So I do try to incorporate my story for, you know, what it was that God told me. There was uh, an instance of a few months ago when I was journaling, and I was praying in the morning, because my process is to kind of do my devotion, and then meditate on a scripture all day, and then by evening, God has usually shown me what it is that visually will, will typify what I was praying about. And this particular day, I was in Exodus, I think it was chapter 15, and it was talking about how, how God is awesome. He's awesome and mighty, and I, I couldn't figure out how you would draw awesome and mighty. So I, I went out into my day with that in my mind, and I said, God, just show me how, how awesome looks. What does that look like? And I was driving in my car, and I rounded a corner, and I came across 
a bunch of trees on the side of the road, and the god rays were coming through the trees and and just splattering light across the whole street in front of me. And that was awesome. That was amazing. And I went home that evening, and I drew that in my Bible. But I had to write down the story as to what that meant. No one in their right mind would understand, and I don't know if in 20 years I would remember that. So I include that story, what it was that God showed me, how he taught me in that experience, so that I I document it and I don't forget it, because I'm one of those people who has to relearn the same lessons if I don't write them down. Well, that's a really cool story. And and I think that for me and for our listeners, that helps sort of create a picture a little more for us of what that looks like to do Bible journaling in that sense. If people want to get started or find out more about you, where can they do so? Well, there's a website called BibleJournalingMadeSimple.com, my book site, so you can find out about the books. But it also has a ton of resources. I create videos that show you some techniques on how to do things. And I have videos on the process, my experience for how I go through this. There's a blog that has descriptions of different pages that I've made and what my thought process was, plus galleries full of sample images, sample Bible pages, and a whole gallery full of downloadable sketches. So if you don't draw, you don't have to be able to draw. You can trace a picture into your Bible and color it and and be just fine. You can also just do backgrounds. You don't have to draw pictures. I'm just hoping that my website increases people's ability to get involved more with the scriptures and use them as, use Bible journaling as creative worship to deepen their relationship with Jesus. Fantastic. Well, Sandy, thank you so much for coming on the show today. It's been great to talk with you, and would you mind closing us out with a prayer? Absolutely. Lord Jesus, we invite you into our hearts this morning, this day, and we ask that you would use your creativity to enliven our minds. Help us to see your word, your scriptures in a new way and understand them and digest them in a way that speaks to us and helps us to grow and be more like you every single day. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Amen. You've been listening to Sandy Alnock on Charisma Connection here on the Charisma Podcast Network. I'm Taylor Berglund, and thanks for joining us. This has been a production of the Charisma Podcast Network. Steve and Joyce Strang are the founders and owners of CPN. Dr. Steve Green is the executive producer of the Charisma Podcast Network. We intend to honor God with every podcast and remain thankful to our advertisers and supporters who make these podcasts possible.